Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Channel Zero, No End House, Episode 4. It is called No Exit. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. So, it's funny, because we were theorising a lot last week about do they get out of the house before the end of the season, and then do we do something outside the house? Yeah, I was, I was saying it kept surprising me with how quick it was moving, these things, and, and I feel like... Yes, because there was two things, basically, there was like, well, they get out of the house before the end, and then they did it in this episode, the very next one, and that's happened almost every week, we've said, well, they do this over the season, and then the very next episode, they've just done it. Yeah, no, even down to just the premise of, is this the inside the house still, yeah. like, is this room six? Uh, so we've talked about that every week, so there's that, and then the other thing, I think, was we were talking about, oh, what is Seth, is Seth, Seth something else, and then, that was all addressed in this episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's still up. I th- he's still in play. Like he's not done. But like all, all that revelation of who is he? Why is he here? Like you know, it seems he's just a regular person who likes the house. He doesn't want to leave. He's become kind of an agent of it almost. He recruits seemingly. Yeah. So you know that's fascinating. Uh, I mean, I think the one thing we don't really know about inside the house right yet is the the cage, the people in the cage in the street. Yeah, and, and also just how does he survive? Like he mentions, oh, he's found a way, but hmm. why does the house not feed on his memories? Why why does it leave him alone? Because he recruits for it. Well, sure, but it had to get to that point. He had to oh, have sure. come in voluntarily, and it and he found a way to resist. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe oh, wow. some of his memories, because he remember he couldn't remember exactly his past when he was asked about it. Well, that's so, true. So maybe some of his memories did go, but then the relationship developed and he made them an offer the house couldn't refuse it could be (laughs) but he likes it for whatever reason maybe you know life was never that good to him and this this fake world is actually a lot more pleasant for him so maybe Hmm. that's that's his thing Uh, I do think if I'm going to be critical though and I kind of want to be a little bit critical just in the sense of comparing it to the previous episodes I do think this one was a little bit less exciting for the first like half of it uh I th- yeah, I think... it's very much, let's get to this point, let's do this. Yeah, and honestly, them walking about in a field and then sitting by the campfire wasn't that riveting it's on its like own. There's, there's moments in those scenes mm. that are like, oh, this is exciting. You know, like you know, when they get to the field and you have the, the, the crowd of people just waiting at the edge. Yeah, I, oh. I like the actual step to the field because that was like the edge of the game world, like the secret area. Like that, That's what that felt like. I like that moment. But once they were in the field and they were walking around, and even once they get in the maze, again, there were some cool bits in the maze, but ultimately it was just hard to tell where people were because it's a maze and it's dark and all these things. So it wasn't yeah. as satisfying. And I, I'm kind of being critical in the sense that I'm comparing it to its own episodes. Like the last like two or three weeks have been full of great moments. I think last week was probably the strongest episode. So this one, you know, by by mm. comparison, just feels a little bit weaker as a result because it doesn't have that that cut. You know, them being chased by the dad last week was fantastic. Yeah, I, I think that and the first episode are still my favourites. You know, the, mm. just the first one, the simplicity of let's go through the rooms, let's do the horror, and, go, and just you know what it was was really exciting. Now that said, I actually did really like the ending. You know, the last like ten minutes when they, you know they find the house and uh, Margot and Jules go in, and uh, Dylan stays behind, of course, because he. I mean, obviously, by this point, his wife has been killed. This random crazy woman uh, comes out the the the, the maze, and he's he's left her with JD because he runs off to get Jules. Jules is kind of out of it. She wasn't completely brain dead like we thought she might be, but she was close. She mm, was yeah. Oh. She, she was fuzzy. Yeah, on her way there, but he he goes off to get her, and he he ties the wife to to JD, 
and JD gets knocked out. Fake JD, as I suppose we should call him, because he's he's not the Fake real JD. Fake D. There you go. And like JD just kind of starts to wake up, and you just see this crazy woman's got her thumbs in and and uh, Lacey's eyes. That's the wife's name. Her thumbs are just in her eyes, and it's just this horrific thing. And especially since he said to JD as he went, "If anything happens to her, I'll kill you." And I'm like, "Oh well, that didn't take long." Yeah, <laughs> something uh, happened uh, to uh, her. And, and yeah, and he, he stuck to his word. He, he did, uh, but he actually he finds out he realizes first though because he sees his arm, he realizes that he's not a real person, and yeah. JD kind of admits to everyone that he isn't real. But he also well, well no, he says he's he he is created by the house, but he is he feels real. Oh sure, but he's admitting he's not the the JD, and yeah. by and he doesn't say it, but because of what because of what was just said to him, because of what Seth says as well in the scene, it's actually almost kind of an admission of killing the real one, because that's what it one is, of the other yeah. ones said. And then he said, I, I'm, I'm pretty real. And it's like, well, you didn't deny the other part, so you, you did kill the real JD. Yeah. So so that all that comes out, and uh, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big thing here. And uh, So it, 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 it builds up a little bit where the Seth sort of knows what's going on, and he's like, oh, this is what happens when... Because they find like a body that's rotten, and there's a, this is what happens to these creations when they run out of memories to feed on, or the subject yeah. dies. Because just... yeah, it mentions that they can only feed on their own yeah. subjects, which is what we'd kind of figured anyway. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. It's like because I feel like they're still agents of the house, like are part of the house, but they're created when a new person comes in. Like, yeah, it's like a custom feeder is built to take on this person, but then once the once the the, the source has been depleted. The, the feeder withers and dies. Yeah. As best I can yeah. best I can describe it. So D- Dylan doesn't want to go. Dylan, like, he gets them to the house, he gets the two girls to the house, and he's like, I'm not going. I'm burning this to the ground. <laughs> he yeah. wants to go on a rampage. Which was nice, because he just burned down JD. He did. That was, actually, that was when things really picked up, was when he set JD on fire. Yeah, it was interesting when he stabbed him, but then when he set him on fire, that's, that's when you pay attention. <laughs> Well, it was funny because the rest of the people were kind of horrified, but he'd already admitted to basically killing the real JD, uh, and of course Seth like kind of admitted that he wasn't exactly what he meant he was because he he because he actually has feelings for for Margot, so he kind of opens up to a lot of it, but he just kind of he just like you know he's like yeah I'm like I'm you know I, I, but you were you were at the party you brought us here you brought us here like just <laughs> that moment of realization, but even there like they're watching this like. Yeah, okay, as much as I'm like agreeing that this JD is the fake one, I'm a little uncomfortable with watching him being burned alive. Just yeah, it still extreme. looks like JD, and it sounds like JD, and he's burning. It's well shot. I think there's a few moments in here that I really... The, the only moment I liked, actually, is, is it was when they just went into the field. It goes back to that wide, that really wide shot of the, the, the people watching, mm. and you just see the... I mean, you know right away it's the dad, but you can't really tell visually... But it's like you just see him walking like up behind the crowd, and it's I just a big was, wide shot. I love that shot, and I was really intrigued at that point because I was wondering, are they standing on the edge there because they can't pass this line? Yeah, and then he just walks through, and it's like, oh, they can. Yeah, cause I think those people who were watching those were the fake people who filled the world up because the one of yeah. them mentioned that uh, earlier on. I think Dylan was saying, oh yeah, they're not real. It's just it just populates with these people. Yeah. Uh, but obviously he he eventually gets to them in the maze and he actually lets them go. He lets he's, it's almost like he wants to feed. He's like just give me a little something, give me a little memory that you can do without, mm. just so I can satisfy my needs. But he actually lets them go, which almost seems like, despite the fact that he's fake, there is actually like some of the real like emotions and memories in there. Yeah, he 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 even mentions it's like I'm just out of your head. I can't. Hurt, I don't want to hurt you. I'm what you thought of me. So it's mm. you know this this thing that he he doesn't actually want to hurt them. He just wants to eat. 
However, as much as this seems like a noble little moment, where it goes later makes you think maybe he had other things in his mind. Mm. Mm, like, could he indeed. go into the real world, which is actually where we end the episode. Uh, that's the big cliffhanger, is him coming into the real world, which begs a lot of questions. Can he survive out here? Can he still take her memories? Like, all yeah. these things. Like, what, what what are the rules now? Is there rules? <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a good question, isn't it? But of I, course, I, I don't know, because he can't just create memories out here, one assumes. Oh, sure, yeah. But, so, how does he... What's his aim? How how does he plan to survive? Is is he just trying to bring them back so that his his food source is back there? I don't think so. If I if I was to guess, that doesn't mo- make sense because he would he could have just yeah. stopped them in the maze. If I was to guess what his motivation is, I think he wants to be the real dad, so he wants to be in the real world with them with with, mm, with Margot. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to the mother seeing him. That that should be a yeah. <laughs> and and we questioned last week, obviously with with JD trying to get out. We questioned, can they survive out there? Do they become normal? Like you know, what goes on with him is, is does he need to eat memories now? Now that he's out in the real world, has something changed? And it's like, no, he, he's kind of alive again. This version of him. We see him. He's, he's starting to get sick from the hunger. If, if I was to guess, I think I think he can't survive. I, I think his time's going to be limited. I think he's going to be on a ticking clock. The whole time. Well, funny you mention that because there's a, a, a strong ticking clock motif in the music throughout the episode. Hmm. So that feels very intentional. Yeah, I feel like that's where it's uh, where it's going to go with him. But I think it's very interesting that we have two episodes now. I think we'll still see inside the house a bit because we'll still see Dylan maybe doing his thing and like you know what his yeah. But plan this is. this moment feels like that typically would have been the one before the end. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think we'll we'll have Dylan maybe Seth as well inside the house. Maybe Seth will try and protect the house against Dylan, and then on the outside mm. here we'll have the main plot with him coming after the girls and. What what does that you know cause? Do the girls have to go back in the house for some reason to get rid of him? Like it feels it feels like that might be the case. You know, final showdown sort of thing. Got to face their fears and confront it in in that world. Because arguably, did they actually go through room six the second time? Because they go from room five to directly outside again. Have they technically <laughs> not actually went through room six yet? Is is this still the? Are they back in the house? Is that what you mean? No, or? I don't know. I don't think they are. But like. In the sense that the idea oh, they get through... there's an actual exit in room six somewhere else. Yeah, where, if they get through it, because they got to room five and they just went straight out to the outside again. And I was thinking, like, maybe there is actually still a room six that they have to make the choice to go in. Mm, okay. Because uh, they didn't hear. See what if that is the case, which makes perfect sense. What drives them? What's different that drives them to go? No, we need to go and face room six. Hmm. I think ultimately it's about Margot especially having to accept what's happened. Definitely, yeah. Um, that's that's uh, definitely the, the overall theme of, of this. You know, is Room 6 actually talking to a real father and like having that confrontation? I, I don't know if the house can even do that. but Maybe. I, I think Room 6, maybe it's about... Even if not, it's not the real father, just about acceptance, like I said. Mm. And, you know, coming to terms with what's happened through Room 6, however that happens. Maybe, maybe Room 6, you, you have to... You can't just escape like this. You have to accept to move through. Well, one of the things I was thinking, actually, is because they go back in the house and they have to go through the rooms again to get outside. And the first room, it's a kind of like an evolution to the previous version of room one, where instead of just the, the white moulded faces, it's actually they're, they're coloured, they've, they've got hair, but they're still ripped open. You can see these hands, like, mm-hmm. uh, one's like pushing the head up from the bottom, the other one's pulling the other head up from the top. You've got that. Then room two, it's like this, this you know, it's almost like the, the, the goo that forms the, 
the duplicate memories yeah. uh, starts like spreading throughout the room, uh, which is also interesting that like uh, in the middle of the episode, Jules is on the you know touching the, the big bubble again, and it's actually creating her memory of Margot, and Margot sees herself coming out of the goo, and she pulls her away, and it reverses the process, but it's almost like had that went through, she'd have no idea who Margot was because she was being taken. Yeah, and. I think with with Jules, it's a little different because she's touching the she's forming the memories rather than mm. an outside entity. Is is it a conscious choice? Was she choosing to forget Margot because of you know the guilt? Uh, maybe, maybe. I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, is, is it just is it just the idea of creating something that's acceptable to? So maybe, I don't know, maybe this image of this this egg with people on it maybe that actually is connected to something from her past rather than yeah. and that's why it's Margot's dad who it's it's like what will they trust or be entranced by to actually let them be touched kind of thing no that makes sense I'm just, I don't know it's a bit I, boring I think, it's, I think going back to room 16 I was just thinking you know it's, it's the whole point of the house was you have to go through the rooms uh, or leave you have to uh, and room six they they kind of they took the escape exit they took the you know they they, they ran out they took the the just the the exit they didn't get through the room did they do you mean when they go to the house again or are you talking about when they're inside this fake no, in, world in, in general like you know they've been they made it through rooms one to five they always progressed to the next room they never took the the exit whereas room six room six being you know, where we've been for the last few episodes they took the exit, so to speak. They didn't get through the room. They well, well, that all depends on your definition, though. Like, what constitutes getting through the room? Uh, like, it's still a door. Is getting to the house and getting out, is that going through the room, or is that escaping? No, that's fair. It, it feels more like an escape to me, especially with this much of the of the season left. It feels like... Yeah, maybe. It, it feels like they didn't accomplish getting through the room to me. But I, I think the problem at this point, though, is that there's nothing in that... That, that that fake world that feels winnable. It feels like they're just going to be there until their memories are stolen. No, it does, which is... But, but I feel like, okay, they've got to go back for some reason. Why? And how do they get through it that way without just escaping? See, I, I don't think it's about in there, though. I think it's about going through the actual Room 6. Okay. I'm saying there's an actual Room 6 in the house that we've not... I mean, I, I agree that this world was kind of Room 6, but... I think there's actually like again they left through the exit they didn't go actually into room six. Okay, so you don't think that? Uh, whereas I'm going, oh, that whole thing is room six. No, you I think I, there's a specific part in there that's room six. Yeah, because again, when when they left it in this episode, they didn't go through to room six. They left from room five straight to no, the outside. That's, that's true. So why you know where's the door for room six? Is there an actual door for room six? Should they go? To, I'm sure there was in the first episode when we seen this room. Like, if there were, you know there was a choice of taking the exit or going to room six. There's an extra uh, yeah, door. I mean, there, there was—I don't. There wasn't an exit because it was at that point they had to go through to get out. Was the whole thing, and she was just running, wasn't she? Like she was just going straight through. Wait, what? In episode one. Ah, it was the exit door she went out. Yeah, yeah, but that's—I mean, that was kind. I think that was the room to, to the door to six. Like that—that's all it was. No, it was the exit. She made the conscious choice. She looked at the exit door and ran out. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure she did. I, I, yeah, I'm not even questioning that in my head. All right, fair enough. I, I was just thinking it felt felt like a tricky because I don't remember seeing another door with six on. No, because it didn't say so, six. The, the the door to the next room always says next room. It never just oh, says. No, it's right. never straight. It's, it's always a sort of intermediate. Yeah, that was. Room. Yeah. 
Uh, I think it's because that, that whole section so frantic. She's just running through them, isn't she, at that point? She's just trying to get, get through, get out. So it kind of blurs a bit in my mind. Well, actually, no, because when she got into room five the first time, it was actually a really slow build, like, because she was sneaking up behind the couch. It was a really slow yeah. kind of... Uh, it's when she runs suspense. away, though, doesn't she? She runs away once... once oh, yeah, she freaks out. Yeah she, yeah, she freaks out and uh, bolts. Uh, and, and, you know, here, we've sort of, again, we keep uh, avoiding talking about the actual rooms. Uh, so we had the goo, uh, which kind of turns into a game of, you know, lava floor, <laughs> where they have to jump over the lava. Uh, yeah, that room didn't do much for me because, you know, I don't know, it felt a bit easy. It felt like there was a lot of space between it that they could have just jumped over and they took a lot of time and made it more tense than it needed to be. Yeah, she was acting a bit more scared and uh, it was, yeah, this looks easily easily jumpable. I, I think maybe the, the idea is that, uh, like, at this point it would be very easy for them to be just too scared and give up. And she has to make the choice to make the jump. Like you know, this was Jules' test. I, I, I get the point. It just didn't really work for me in that room mm. particularly. Uh, then room three, where they're supposed to go on their own, and I was actually thinking when they snuck through the door together that oh maybe this won't work the way it's supposed to because you're cheating. I thought at first because it, it lingered on the it's a revolving door and it lingered for a bit. I thought they were just going to come back out the same side because they went mm. through together. Like it was going to force them to split up. Yeah, uh, but no, they actually go through it. It's, it's like it's actually the same school from the the, the Russian school that we seen yeah. uh, last episode, but it was their school this time, and it was like uh, this first grade teacher they they were scared of and hated. That's like been terrifying, and it's actually a guy in a wig with a beard. Um, mm. Nightmare fuel, of course. Yep. Uh, but they, they run on through. I uh, think what was important there, though, is you know the teacher actually got them and got some of her hair. Yeah, he sniffs it after he grabs yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's intentional. Like, like there is still a part of her in the house, like physically, like her hair is still there. I don't know. I think it might come back up. Yeah, uh, mate. I don't. Know. I, I took it as a creepy, just a. No, it was definitely creepy as well. Yeah. But I think it was just the the idea of that being a physically a part of her is still in there. Made just kind of made sense to me. We'll see. Uh, I'm not sold on the idea, but I'm, I'm not nothing yeah. to argue against it either. Uh, so they get to room five, it's the attic room, and this time it's like the dad's face is kind of like mutating and like becoming sick looking on this sort of plaque. It's kind of Yeah, it's like and, an art gallery almost. But of. it's like groaning and making noises and shapes shifting. And then they go through to the, 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 the room five, which is, again, it's the back where he died. And this time he's up and he's, he's almost like a zombie. He's like, oh, his mm. face is all bloated. And they both get scared and that's, you know, when they run out here, uh, which leads us to them. And I actually, I really like when they get outside and like, you know, are we, out, are we in the real world? And like, she looks at the flower and it's not the same, you know, orchid that they've been seeing every yeah. single time. She's like, I think so. And they go out the front and there's like two guys trying to go in that are annoyed that it's locked, that the house is not letting them in. And like, it's full. It's like, there's no one else here. As in, it's not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's had its food. Yeah. And they look so pissed they get in the car and go. But, uh, and of course, our, our big thing is that the dad, the fake dad, has been through What's the house that? and yeah. he's here. So, I don't know. As much as we're speculating that they, they might go have to go back to the house, um, it may just be a case of getting him trapped in it. Like, I could see them just, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm saying about the house, it also kind of makes sense if they don't, you know, the, the real fight is in the real world sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Kind of works for me still. So, you know, I wouldn't be disappointed. Unless, unless like, if she still doesn't remember her mum, like, if the memories are still gone, and I don't know if they, they are, because yeah, Jules certainly, 
I feel like she's lost a lot if the, if the memories are still gone. Right, that's it. And but that was the whole thing. The hope was if they get outside, the memories yeah. will come back. But It'd be we, interesting to see. Yeah, we don't actually know yet. But I'm just wondering if they're still gone. Like, do do they think of a way that if they could go back, they can get them back somehow? Is there a way oh to retrieve them? Oh my god! Them? If if they have to make the memories that ate them regurgitate them, and then eat the sick to get the memories back, that's it. I draw a line. Why why did you jump to that? I just thought, well, the memories were physically eaten, so they, ha- they to get them back, they would have to you know, take them back from where they were eaten, and I, I, I'm drawing a line if that's the case. Well, we'll see. We'll find out in episode six. Then that's a season finale thing. If, if there ever was anything, <laughs> God, I hope so. So, <laughs> but there we are. So uh, you know, I liked where it went. Um, we're enjoying speculating. I enjoyed in the house again. I enjoyed some of the shots and moments. I do think some of the, you know, walking about in the field and sitting around at the fire and the maze were a little bit less interesting than this, you know, this, the suspenseful chases from it was last a, a week. A little by the numbers, wasn't it, at times, in the earlier part of the episode? Yeah. Uh, so as a rule, I think it's overall maybe the weakest episode, but it did have some really standout moments. Uh, yeah. And I like where it's and, going. And it does so. some great things at the end with, you know, what, what the, the end game for the season could be. Yeah. Again, it's went further, it's went further faster based on what we were saying last week again every, it's, every time yeah it, it, it does this episodes two three and four have all done this we'll see if five does as well yeah they're eating sick next week <laughs> so that is us thanks very much for watching let us know what you thought in the comments below uh for the episode like subscribe all that stuff get us on twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash mail fuzz tv get some bonuses over there links to that in the, the twitter and stuff are in the description below get them in the corner as well Uh, But that is us, so thank you once again. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla?